Hey guys, welcome to your next stop. Again, another awesome guest who is going to be sharing her story about how she followed a passion and turned it into a business. So I wanted to welcome Kate Day. How are you? I'm well. Thanks. How are you? I'm good. And I know we booked this back, I think in the beginning of the summer, didn't we? We did. Yeah. And then it just popped up and I was like, great, let's do it. Yes, I, I know. I'm excited. Because the other thing is, it's funny, I uh, always tell my audience where I found a guest. And a lot of times it's been, a, you know, another audience member or another guest or someone else has put me in touch with someone that has had a great story. Or it's been Clubhouse or it's been LinkedIn. And it was none of those, right? We actually reached out to you guys. Um, I believe it was my um, admin reached out to you guys because it was like, this is a women-based company that's really doing some cool things and you guys have a cool story. That's awesome to hear. Yeah. The the tentacles spread in all kinds of interesting ways, right? So yeah, it's always it's we always love hearing where a source or information came from. So that's 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 curious. Welcome to your next stop. This is Juliet Hahn. I am a wife, mom, virtual coach, public speaker, and crazy obsessed dog lover. I am so honored to be able to take you into the life of someone that has followed a passion. Every week, I hope you are as inspired as I am. Welcome to your next stop. Okay. So I want you to jump into, I want you to talk about what you're doing, how you followed a passion and give everyone a little insight of who you are and what you have created. I'd love to. Um, so I am one of the founders and owners of Dovetail Workwear, which is a relatively new, we're going into our fourth year, apparel company that's focused on workwear for women. And in the simplest sense, what we often say to people is we're making Carhartts for women, because everybody gets it when you say that. And then everybody usually also has that aha moment of like, oh, I totally get it. Because right. frankly, workwear for women has been really, really just had tremendous shortcomings, like up until now. And the backstory in a kind of short form, um, I've done a lot of different things in my life. I grew up in New England, in Maine, and wore a lot of workwear um, in many capacities throughout my life. And twists and turns wound up in Portland, Oregon, where we are now and where our company's based. And are like a lot of things with women, um, the three founders who are women all met at our kids' school. And we yes. were doing volunteer work together. We were honestly, to be frank, on the PTA together. And, um, you know, would be sitting around having those conversations, but also personal conversations. And um, my founder, Kyle, who's female, she and I had a huge passion for gardening. And I had really discovered that and it had grown a lot by being here in Portland, Oregon, because everything grows here, especially compared to New England, where things are much more delayed, much colder. So even though I had little kids and I was really busy doing lots of things in my yard and Kyle had the same passion and we met each other in meeting and turned to each other and said, um, do you want to form a landscaping business? We'd both sort of like gotten beyond the boundaries of our own yards and we're spending way too much money on plants. And we were kind of like had this aha together. So we jumped into that and started our own company called Moxie and Moss Garden Design. And we loved it. Everything was great about that business. We still kind of pine about getting back to it. But the one thing that really was awful was our workwear. And uh, when we first started out, you know, we got our business license and Kyle looked to me and she said, you know, we really kind of need a uniform. Like we, we're going to be professionals. We're women. We want to show up with our best foot forward. What should we be wearing? And we did some, you know, this was seven, eight years ago. 
and we were looking at stuff on the internet and we were going into some stores. Kyle's tiny. She's super petite and she more or less couldn't find her size and would wind up buying um, Levi's in the boys department. And I have worn a lot of different workwear and it was really, there was nothing that spoke to us aesthetically, certainly didn't speak to us in terms of fit. And, and frankly, still to this day, much of the women's workwear in the market is a really you know, dumbed down version of the men's. It's a pink it and shrink it approach. The fit's awful. You know, I've had many pairs that have had less pockets, less quality fabric, um, less durability and so on. And so our third founder, Sarah DeLuca, um, we were working in her yard and redesigning her yard. And we were also overlapping a lot at our schools and so forth. And come to pass, she has a long background in apparel. And so Kyle and I looked at her and we said, we're so frustrated. Could you make two pairs of pants for us? Just kind of like on a whim. And um, she showed up and me not understanding at that point how much of an expert and frankly, a master she is in her industry. And so she brought these beautiful denim swatches that had this stretch and were gorgeous. And she introduced us to um, a tech designer. And she said, we're going to bring everything that you guys think. You're going to show us our pants that you like, the pants that you don't like. And we're going to kind of bring it all together. And, you know, fast forward, we spent a year on it. And the Maven pant is our original slim pant. And um, that's what we made. And then uh, when we finally got the samples for the three of us, and that was it, we were going to go back to our businesses and get on. We have these great pants. Um, then it was like every five minutes, we stepped out the door and women would stop us and say, where did you get those? And have the same pain points and the same challenges. And so it just, that's where the momentum began. And four years in, we're now full-fledged, not doing any of our other jobs, fully committed to this, this brand, Dovetail Workwear, that's all about women. Oh my God. I love it. Okay. So there's so many things that I love. I just big smile. My, my cheeks actually hurt right now because so many different things that you hit on that I want my listeners to listen to, right? Cause they're, they're out there going, I'm on the PTA. I talk to other people, but I just didn't have the balls to go forward and move forward and take that idea and put it into concept. Right. Cause a lot of us smart women, we talk about, right? Oh, I have this invention. I have this idea, but we just don't put the legs behind it for whatever reason. You know, it's not meant to at that time. It's not, it's not, you know, I, I truly believe this. And I talk about this on every podcast that either God or universe, whatever you believe in, you have a path and you're going to stumble upon that path. If you listen, if you really listen and kind of, and, and keep going forward, right. When you're onto something and you get that feeling of just like excitement, you could hear it in your voice, the passion in your voice. Right. And so you just kept exploring. You kept taking one foot in front of the other and things kept falling into place. Like you, you, the fact that you guys were doing someone else's yard, right. And the fact that what you said is that you, you ran out of space in your own yard, but you realized you loved this. How can we do this for other people? And you talked to this, you know, other PTA mom and you guys were like, let's just do it. And then the fact that you were in the, your third founder's yard and you're like, oh my God, I didn't know you had an apparent. That's to me right there, God, universe, whatever it is being like, boom, I'm putting this in front of you, right? I'm putting this in front of you. Now it's your turn to do something. That's what is the key point because it could have been put in front of you and you guys could have done nothing with it, right? But you took action and that's what's so important. So I would love for you to you know, bring my listeners in a little bit to that time when like I could see you guys actually in your garden, right? Like both of you with the pants and being like, I love this. And then going out, who was it that was like, I think we need to make th this, like we're, we're getting questions all the time about these pants. Who kind of was it? Or was it the three of you kind of just... Yeah. I mean, it, it's been so much hard work and always putting that next foot forward, but it also has been 
like, yes, fate to some degree and a great deal of luck um, and perseverance and believing in ourselves. Yes. It's, you know, I think one many, many takeaways from all of it, and we're still so much in the throes of it. Um, I think having other partners has made a huge difference. We're all go-getters, as the vast majority of women are. And when you do have a problem, we're so good at solving it, right? Um but I think if you're alone in thinking about something, it has been very helpful for us to have each other. And through this whole very complex, crazy, intense process, you know, there's been many ups and downs emotionally, family wise, business wise, um, all of it. And so to have other people that are in lockstep and, you know, in, in a different place and able to support each other, so much constant collaboration. I mean, People have even said to us, it's kind people that have known us from the beginning, like, you guys are still together. It's amazing you haven't killed each other, you know? And um, <laughs> it's totally the opposite. Like, we've always been so supportive of each other. And so we've had just, um, we're all very different, but complimentary. And I think a lot of it too is that there's been such a clear mission quality to the business. Like, yes, we're in a business and it's apparel and it is so complicated and so complex and a huge learning curve. Um, and, you know, we've made a lot of sacrifices. It's been quite challenging to be women in middle age and with all the full things in our lives in full throttle already, and then to commit to this very full business. But, um, you know, I think the chance to sort of always support each other and then have this idea of we're really helping women. We're really doing something that was missing, that wasn't good enough, that, um, I mean, at its like highest sense, it really is about providing dignity to women and in empowerment. And so I think having, you know, really crystallizing what it is that you're, why you want to do something and pursue a path and what the, what the motivation is. I think the fact that it's really beyond us and we're serving a, a calling, we're providing a service that's made a huge difference and allowed it to get beyond personal and get beyond the business problems and get beyond the days when we're just kind of frantic with all of the balls that we're juggling. So I think really having great people and that can be, you know, both very low hanging fruit, like it was for us, or really intentionally pursuing people until you find someone who seems a partner and, and can be a thought partner. And, um, and then also I think having a really clear sense of why you're doing something and how does it contribute to yourself and your community and to the larger market that's been, uh, so compelling. And the constant baseline for us is like, we're really trying to create a community and a spotlight, like we don't pay, you know, for ambassadors, we don't pay models, like we're constantly only using real women. And more or less, in its simplest sense, just putting a spotlight on the hundreds of 1000s of women's in America and beyond that are doing physical work and physical work. In we always say we don't we don't say what your work is like, a mom or a woman on her feet, even just walking her dog is physical work, right? Um, to women who in kind of the most extreme sense are going into the trades that are so historically dominated by men, they still really encounter a lot of bias and uh, resistance. And so we're trying to say, hey, we totally see you. We're making clothing that is number one, a tool that will help you work better, fit, be safe, be more productive. You have a place there. We have something for you that is, you know, backing you up. And then, hey, there's also this, we're, you know, showing images and pictures and speaking to women just like them that are in a struggle and working really hard. And both in that physical capacity and also like, 
making, you know, kind of trailblazers in doing things that our culture hasn't always thought is women's work. And they're like truck drivers and, you know, women doing energy installation and plumbers and, I mean, tons of women in farming and agriculture now and ranch work. It just goes on and on and on. And so it's just like, it's, we've just sort of turned a light on and we're not the only ones, but it's like, hey, these women are here. We see you. We want to make something that's better for you. And we want you to know that there's a big community of women just like you that deserve to be here. And like workwear is kind of the, the actual thing, but it's just a whole entry into empowerment. So that's been kind of the joy and amazing, amazing trip that it's been right. and still going. Which is so cool. And, you know, another thing you said in the beginning is that the three of you kind of uplift each other, right? Um, and I know in society, my daughter actually just came home and was saying what they're teaching her at health was about um, clicks. And I was like, okay, all right, I guess this is, you know, they teach about this. And I said, so people were, you know, what were people saying? And it was that girls, um, like who has bigger clicks, boys or girls? And all the conversation came on, well, girls, because they they can be mean and they leave people out. And I said, why do they, like, why do they teach you that right away? You have a group of girls. You guys don't leave each other out. I grew up, I had a group of girls. I didn't leave, like my group, group friend, we didn't leave each other out. However, I, one of my sisters, her grade was very clicky and they were really mean girls. They were really mean girls. But I always think that it is taught, like, why are we teaching girls that, that this is going to happen? Like, why don't you just support and say, hey, let's be, you know, not everyone's going to be friends, right? Not, and that's, and you don't want that, right? Totally. But you don't have to be unkind to someone. So if you're with the people that, you know, are inspiring you the most and, and are bringing you making you the best that you are, then that's your group. And that's great. But it doesn't, why do we have to put a, like a term on it? Right. Where I was like, so, you know, and my daughter kind of was like, yeah, I didn't even think about it. Like when all of these boys were like, well, girls are mean to each other because this is then they all had older sisters. And I was like, you know, her name is Penelope and I call her Pips. And I was like, Pips, see, that's the thing. That's the message that they've been giving to. You can change that message, right? You can bring, you have girls that you can uplift and guess what? So many of us can join together. And if we support each other and listen to each other, the things that we can do in this world and in society is what we need. And it's so unstoppable and so, so important. And so like that is such a message that even as you get older, right, with women and adults, you'll find people like, oh, this person wasn't nice to me because of this. And I always, I always, I'm always like, do you think maybe... They didn't say hi because they had other things on their mind and it had nothing to do with you. And usually the other woman's like, no, you think that way? And I'm like, I never think if someone doesn't say hi to me that it's because they don't like me. I, why would someone not like me? And I'm not saying that in a, like a, you know, a, a braggy way. I'm a nice person. I'm an interesting person. No, I'm not everyone's cup of tea, but someone's not going to be just mean to me to be mean to me. No, it's that, that you just hit on it, I think, which is in our culture has to get better in this is that it's, it's not about thinking about yourself. It's not yes. everything coming from you and assuming all the things around you are just a reference point to yourself. It's about co compassion and yes. empathy and understanding everyone is going through very different things and whatever they're giving to you 
probably isn't a reflection of you. It's a reflection of them, the yes. good and the bad, right? And it's not, it's not about you, but we're, we're such an individualistic society. And yeah, I guess girls, especially young girls can be that way, but it's horrible to hear that they're like leading with that because the flip yeah. side is yeah. true. And I think more true that girls really can be incredible supporters and, you know, just the, 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 the team, the squad that lift each other up. And I mean, women and girls are really emotionally attuned to each other and have that EQ. And so there's, I mean, I'd rather have it taught as, you know, you guys are, have these natural skills frequently. How can you make the best of it? You know, if you see someone who's being left out, go help her, like get behind people. Like it's, it's taking the negative side of it. And again, like continuing some of these like patterns caricatures right that um yeah and like you're saying like your daughter hadn't even thought of it and then it sort of puts that in their head yeah that's too bad but i mean i i mean we've only we've had i mean you know we're in portland small city um it's really been a phenomenal place to start a business like people here are there's you know so much creativity lots of collaboration we've had nothing but open doors from day one and so many women who have said yeah let's get together for coffee and let me tell you about you know my business and what worked and what didn't work and you know the the sort of infinite community of women that we have as part of the business has had wonderful ways of supporting and having each other's back. And, you know, those are some of our most fun experiences. And we get to go out and do, you know, we go do small pop-ups or we do focus groups. We're constantly, constantly, I think another big driving factor behind the success of, of Dovetail to date is that we, and again, like a lot of women, it started with problem solving, but we've never let go of that ethos. Like, we're always saying, if I, if I had a dollar, you know, it's so great to hear that you love our work where we're really happy, but what do you not like about it? Please tell us what we could do better. Like we're not in all these jobs, you know, between the infinite variety in women's bodies, the huge range of physical work that they're doing, the different climates, different part of the country, like, please, please tell us like how we can do it better. And so we're always problem solving and always going out and asking and collaborating and it's just been really a beautiful part of it. And I think, you know, the, you, you get what you give. And so I think people really have drawn to us and feel a true, you know, authentic sense of interest, inquiry, wanting to be supportive and, you know, just given, giving women real tools that help them live their lives and uh, do their work. And then from so many things flow, right? So, um, yeah, we've had just, you know, I can't, once in a while, there'll be something where, you know, we have competitors or someone will do something where they won't, you know, be sort of upfront. Like we've had some people who, um, you know, have done photo shoots or something for some of our competitors and don't at least just give us the kindness of saying, Hey, I'm going to go do this, you know? And sometimes it's like, Oh, that's kind of a bummer. Like, we're not going to tell you not to, we get it. Like there's so many different things going on. We have no possessiveness about what we're doing or expecting that only people are only loyal to us and our brand. But sometimes I guess that's one small example is occasionally it's like, it would have been nice if you just told us what you were doing instead of opening up like a catalog and being like, Oh, huh, there you are. And you know, like some other brand. Okay. That's fine. More power to you. But anyway, but I mean, those are so minor and so trivial and everyone again, living their lives and have their reasons. And, um, we're just kind of here doing our thing. And I think just our like sincerity 
you know, sometimes that word is kind of a little bit weird, but people do talk a lot about like, we have real passion, we have real authenticity, and we're just sincerely trying to do a good job. Like, well, and you can feel that you could, I mean, you could hear everything you said. And that's what I love. I love that you found these two other women and that you guys came together and then you built something, but you built it out of something that you needed and then it just grew. Right. And then, and then the vision just opened up. So I would love for you to share with us, like, what is your favorite thing about that? Your, your original pant, like what, when you go put it on and you go to work, what is the thing that you're like, Oh, I'm so glad that we did that. Oh my God. There's so many things like we still, there's still so many touch points from that because it's funny. We're, we're in a trade show this week and it's in Portland and, um, it's with a whole bunch of women who are geologists. There's a huge like professional geology society that's here. And, um, a lot of them have never heard of our stuff. They're from all over the country and they keep coming up. And so they're having that first moment of realizing, you know, I'm wearing this stuff in the field and I'm wearing men's or I'm wearing stuff that keeps, you know, degrading when I'm out in like my site work. And so you see their eyes kind of open up and be like, this is meant for me. And then they're looking at it. But like, so we keep having many kind of reoccurrences of what it is that gets so pe- people so excited. And so when we did that first you know, series of designs for our Maven Slim, the very first thing that we said was our butts need to look good. Like, you know, in traditional men's workwear, it is so not the case. And like I was saying, Kyle's super petite. She's a tiny little woman. She's adorable. And even her butt in some of that, we were like, how is it that her butt looks so bad and so square? And so we're like, number one, the butt's gotta look good, which is a bigger indication of like, we say three things are built into all of our clothing where bottoms are our focus because it's where the real like gap has been in the market. But we also do tops and jackets and just beautiful, a beautiful array of head to toe, but um, it has to have amazing fit. It has to have amazing function and it has to have incredible durability. But then I always say the fourth piece, the fourth unspoken pillar is um, style. And it's been wonderful to kind of that first pant, it was like, we want to have it work as hard as it possibly can. If we're digging trees and loading up stuff in a nursery and getting dirty in the Portland, you know, wet muck in December and have it do all that. But then, you know, like most moms and women, there were 18 other things in your day and you had to go pick up your kids and have a meeting and maybe meet a friend for a beer and have a volunteer meeting or whatever it was. Um, and we said, we want our workwear to look so good and be so right on us that it's not that we cared that it was dirty. We were really proud of having this business. We wanted to feel like we would wear it through the rest of the day into a more social setting. And we literally, before we had our, our workwear, we would do our work and make an hour in the day to be able to go home and change and then put on, you know, another outfit. And we're like, the ultimate like goal would be that you wouldn't want to go home and change because you loved the way it looked on you. And so that's, that's where we, where we went. And so Sarah had that beautiful denim and it had stretch in it. And so it was really a, a pretty form fitting. It was intentionally slim because in landscaping, any extra fabric, especially because we are in a really rainy part of the country, like as soon as it got wet, as soon as it got muddy, it's dragging, it's catching on tools. It's ridiculous. It's pulling down on your butts. So we're like, we want high coverage in the back. 
we want our butt to look good. And so we, you know, all of our, most of our pants have more of like a fashion pocket, like a five corner fashion pocket, um, because it, that's what looks better on a woman. And, and then ever since we've rolled that out and many, many other styles, women constantly are like, you know, I work on a crew with 25 other guys and I'm there and I've totally proved myself, but I love that I look like a woman, you know, like right. more power to me. And so that approach I think has also been, you know, it's, we've got all the function that you find in men's and we have these amazing, we, we make most of our own fabrics from scratch because we're so committed to them lasting and having the stretch and the movement, but holding their shape. It's very complex work and it all really starts with the fabric. But, you know, we've just said you should be able to look like a woman and wear them and, and have that be, you know, a positive and, and feel good because that whole attitude changes everything about how you show up in your day, in your life, in your work, and so forth. Stay tuned for a quick message from my sponsor. Hi, my name is Shari Hodes, and I'm the president of Aura Limited, a proud all-women-owned brand marketing and global sourcing agency. Simply put, we provide fashion-forward swag for any and all of your branding needs. Please visit us at www.auralimitedspelledout.com. Oh my God, totally. I mean, because you know exactly what you're saying. If, you, if you're if you going in to work with like big pants and you just don't feel feminine and you don't feel good, you, you're, you're coming across that way. So I love that that's what you guys thought because that's so cool. And it is when your butt's like high and tight and it's just like fits nice and you're just like, yes, it's it really is. So I love that. I love that. So Kate, can you tell everyone where they can find you? Because I'm sure there's people listening right now going, wait, I need this. Where can I find it? Our entire collection and array is on our website. And so it's dovetail, D-O-V-E-T-A-I-L. It's a mouthful. Dovetail workwear. And so that's W-O-R-K-W-E-A-R.com. So dovetailworkwear.com, our entire collection, um, seasonal collection. And then we have year round in and out, you know, core items. And then we're in about 300 stores across the United States. So um, we have a store locator at the top of our homepage. So you can just put in a zip code and see where we're at. So you can go try things on, but like any online apparel company, especially because we're serving up pants, you know, we have really generous exchange policy, return policy, our customer service department is, um, they are just the masters. They're incredible. And so they're just really good at working with people and taking having you take a couple quick measurements and talk to them and figure out sizing. So um, yeah, dovetailworkwear.com. And we have an amazing, um, we do a bi-weekly newsletter called Women at Work. And we just, again, like the material is all there. We just feature women who we encounter and are getting to know um, that are in everything from, I mean, the one that I always loved so much was a woman who used to be a professional rock climber. And then she transitioned that into a job and she belays up to the the huge um, solar windmills that are, you know, increasingly across the country. And she's the technician that fixes them. And so it's this combination of this wow. totally wow. badass, like almost athlete um, who's up there. And she's, you know, again, like you need movement, you need function, you need a place right. for your tools. Right. Um, she does not need that extra fabric kind of catching. But we do these newsletters and we feature really, really amazing women. This other woman that was just on a Netflix um metal metal shop masters who's this incredible welder out of texas and so you know our um everyone's always trying to get everybody to subscribe but we provide some really i think fantastic content that again is about what women are doing learn about it and see just the amazing stories so 
sign up for our email. And then of course you get like the previews to the sales and Black Friday and that kind of thing. So um, yeah, we have a lot of amazing content and we're really proud of our website. Yeah, I love that. Okay, so I do have to ask, where did you guys get the name? Huh, that's also a good story. Um, because the business was so organic and you know wasn't intended, we for quite a while were still doing our landscaping business, which was called Moxie and Moss Gardening, and we were just on the side making these little steps. And so for a long time, we would just we just called it Moxie and Moss Workwear, and we we're just sort of in that proof concept stage. And then when we finally got serious and sort of we stopped our landscaping business and Sarah stopped her other apparel consulting and we're like that, you know, really was the name for the gardening business and not for workwear. And it's such a mouthful. So we hired a great like creative firm here in Portland and did a deep dive with them. And they came up with hundreds of names. And I will never forget, like just pages and pages of all these names having to do with craft and work and all kinds of stuff. And we just didn't like anything on there. And we were kind of like, well, maybe we'll keep it. You know, we can, maybe it's good enough. And on there was Dovetail. And someone kind of came back to it. We were going over it all again. And I don't remember who it was in our group. And someone said, you know, Dovetail is a custom joint that is used by um, master carpenters. And it's you, you often will see a table and it's a joint that kind of has this geometric shape to it. And um, it's a approach that uses no glue and no nails. Like you really have to be incredible at your craft to build a dovetail joint in carpentry. And so someone said, it, that word means perfect fit. And we we're like, wait a minute. So, and you know, also connotes craft and mastery. And we have many, many women carpenters and work that you're doing with your hands. Dove certainly kind of has this, you know, feminine illusion and peaceful illusion. And so we kind of sat with that and we were like, I think it could work. And so we finally committed and, um, you know, got our trademark and have never looked back. We had this weird feeling that maybe people would be upset. Like the 200 people that knew us at that point were like, maybe they'll be mad that we could change the name. But we hear so often, people are like, the name is amazing. And it feels like, you know, like any good name, we've totally, totally grown into it and love it. And uh, it's working for us. But no, I love the fact that you said it's perfect, like a perfect fit. And that's just exactly what you guys are. So that that's very cool. I, I knew there had to be a good story about that. That was a good story. Yeah. So Kate, are, do you want anything else to share um, with the listeners? I mean, I think this has been such a great episode. I can't wait for people to listen and be like, oh my God, this again is someone that had a passion, right? She was doing something that she was passionate with, with a friend. And they created something because they sat and talked and worked together to create a passion together. And that's what this whole show, Your Next Stop, is about. It's about finding that and having the balls to do it because it is scary, right? It's scary to be like, okay, I'm starting something new. It's really scary. But if you don't do it, you'll never know where your life is meant to go. Yeah. Life is one big, long, interconnected path. And it has both failure and great success. And I think... Believing in yourself. I mean, it's said so much, but like believe and talk to a lot of people and communicate and test. Don't go so far out over a limb that you're going to, you know, fall really far. Like take it in. I mean, that's what we did. We just kept taking it in baby steps and we kept saying, okay, well, we'll do, you know, we'll, we'll order a thousand pairs and we'll put them on, up on a website and we'll work like crazy to have pop-ups and see what happens after that. And if it, if we can't sell them, then we'll know. Like we didn't, you know, get, become so vulnerable or so overexposed. And then you start having momentum, right? And then things start to pick up. And so it's just like one step 
past the next and planning and thinking and collaborating. And it really, then, then it starts to really take on a life of its own and be this magic thing. So, um, I really take my hat off to all the women out there supporting each other, needing more support, believe in your ideas and believe in yourself. And, um, you know, there's so many great, uh, resources now, of course, on the web and in terms of women's entrepreneur groups and all kinds of things and ways to reach out and get that kind of communication and interaction that you might need. So don't feel alone. Um, women, have the skills and the gifts to be amazing, amazing business owners and bosses and colleagues. And we really have what it, what it takes. And so I think more women and more women owned businesses and organizations and nonprofits and everything in between, like we're, we're good at this. So believe in yourself and keep going and ask for help where you need it. And, you know, one step at a time. Yeah. And I love what you said. It is, it is really believing in yourself is, is so important and we all go through ups and downs with it. But when you're an entrepreneur, that's, that's what entrepreneurship is, is that's life, right? That's life. It's ups and downs. That's life. That's life. Yeah. So Kate, thank you so much for joining your next stop guys. You know what to do. If you like what you heard, rate and review and subscribe and also go and check out Kate's website, dovetail workwear. Did I get that right? You got it. Dot com. And, and that, you know, the, what the newsletter sounds amazing too. It's exactly what I'm doing with the podcast, right? Highlighting women doing amazing things. They're doing it in a blog. So you guys definitely go check it out and don't forget to stay tuned to next week where I'm interviewing another woman who has followed a passion and turned it into a business. Kate, thanks again so much. Julia, it was a pleasure. Thanks a lot. I hope you liked this episode of your next stop. Please subscribe to my channel, share with your friends and join in each week. 